Hello. Hello. And welcome to Cliffhangers. We are Truffle Pig Wigs and we are your friendly neighborhood lovers of all things drag with the unofficial, unrequested and unhinged Drag Race podcast. In our debut series, we will be screaming over season two of Drag Race UK with you. So let's bloody get on with it. Okay. Introducing my co-host, the toad in my hole, is Barney. <laughs> and your daily reminder that power bottoms are indeed God's favourite. It's Lukey. <laughs> so just a mighty quick disclaimer about cliffhangers. We are absolute super fans of drag in all its forms. And we are here to uplift queer art. So taking a leaf out of our babies, the Boulay Brothers book, nobody gets to critique what your fantasy is. Our number one rule here is that the only people getting laughed at should be us. Anyone doing drag is already a star and nothing we say is going to change or discredit that. <laughs> okay, let's get starting then. Um, I obviously don't need to say this a million times, but anything that is remotely patriotic makes me feel very uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> anything. But... Judging by how fantastic this season is, every single time it opens, I'm like, <laughs> rule Britannia. This is the only thing we have proud. We've got to get you a Union Jack Jerry dress, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, this, yeah, is the only thing that I could possibly imagine ever being proud of Britain for. <laughs> Pretty much, Because yeah. it is sensational. And literally all of the American queens as well. Everyone is just going absolutely mental for how great it is. Well, good, because I feel like a lot of them were kind of... a disregarding us from Coming the last the season. season. Yeah. Well, it's because British drag is just so different. I just think they were scared of what they didn't know, weren't they? Mm. But now look at it. You're obsessed, aren't you? <laughs> Can't get enough. Why are you so obsessed with us? I'm ever gonna get this candy. So it's after the lip sync and the gals have all come back in to see Cherry's message on the one, mirror all about just loving yourself one thing i absolutely love is they give uh whoever has to wipe off the message they give them the tiniest one ply tissue <laughs> and it makes it so dramatic because they have to scrub so hard a fucking like lipstick is waxy as hell like that's going to be really irritating to get off with anything let alone a little uh barbie cleaner <laughs> truly we'll get into the emotional roller coaster and you can track our our journey with tea coffee but I'm not going to lie, she hasn't been um, in my top faves. But when she was like, Tia was, uh, when she said that Joe was competition and that Cherry was here, I thought, wait, 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 hold a minute. <laughs> Cherry, the visionary, the conceptual artist, at the forefront of the cultural zeitgeist, you're saying <laughs> that she wasn't a competitor and we have all actually been privy to the garbage that you have put on the runway every week. Like, okay. I was like, mm, really not doing anything for me at all. That, that, that is a known my... fact that jealousy is a disease. Yeah. So we can just hope that TT gets well soon. I'm bringing no grapes though. XOXO. Not visiting her. <laughs> um, yeah, I really wasn't here for that. Um, well, the girls are shook. Quaking in their fucking stilettes. Truly. But I mean, you would be because the standard is so high. Like we were saying last week, like literally Anyone that goes home is going to be someone's favourite. Mm. Everyone is a front runner here to someone. Uh, there's underdogs, but there's no real people that you're like, nah, boot them. Apart from... <clears throat> well, the less said on that, the better, I believe, in our lovely non-biased podcast for well, you. Exactly. <laughs> I've got written down here, uh, Ellie is so tall. Taller so, than Tia. Almost, but like they're, they're almost the same height and I can't believe it. She really... must have hella upper body then because like <laughs> to be coming close to Tia and not have crazy long legs, like... What's up with that tall show, bro? She, she is really, really tall, though. It really, really blew my mind. So it's a new day in the workroom. Yeah. And all I could think was, well, beret, you stay. I counted maybe five or six berets. I couldn't get the, the full total tot up. Which was your personal favourite? Probably the tan leather. Oh, very DFS. The lovely sort of... Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. New Malden. <laughs> <laughs> um... All I wrote down was all the berets. What is this? Fags army. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of berets. They must have had a sort of a secret meeting before a little stonecutters meeting and decided that it was this was the week for headgear. For sure, for sure. I also would like to hit you with a little bit of secret intel. Um, I absolutely had to hit up Ellie Diamond uh, after last week's confusing and titivating um, situation with the, the elf is. Mm. It was it was blowing our minds, wasn't it? Behind the scenes, um, and I had to ask her. <laughs> What, please, please explain why this was never brought up and never mentioned. Um, and would you believe it? <laughs> Ellie said that um, they actually both brought elf ears and uh, just for a little workroom glam. And Ellie popped them on. And then Sister Sitter was like, oh, hold up one second. I actually brought elf ears with me too. And then they just popped it on and no, it was never mentioned again. Both just for workroom. Complete fashion. coincidence. Just for the glam. And not even ever for, for a main. No, 
Just bought them. Well. Just for a little look. There you go. Just for that lovely Arwen fantasy. I sure, believe. sure, sure. Absolutely very into it. Look at me. Lord of the Rings references. Okay, so for the mini challenge, we have introduced um, truly a, cha- a mini challenge that was invented from the, the deep, dark recesses of the minds mm-hmm. of Luki herself because I've never met anyone that is so emotionally tied to limbo and so fantastic. I've actually been at festivals when there's been crowds of people cheering on <laughs> Luki. Thank um, you. Thank you. Undisputed limbo queen of the world. As she basically limbos between, like, underneath like two Pepsi cans. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, the greatest person at limbo ever. And yeah, and also being from uh, Carnival Country, Labrook Grove, West London, whole time, in Southern Wales. Yeah, that is, I was freaking out at this, losing my mind. It was truly, truly a, a challenge for you. My first thought was... Lukey's Drag Race. Firstly <laughs> that, but secondly, like... It's limbo. Why are you wearing extravagant headpieces, you fucking Can you believe? donuts? Just like adding <laughs> another meter onto what is already an impossible task because they're already a meter high up on their heels. Oh, God. health and safety nightmare. My ankles are as delicate as a blade of grass in yeah. June. So Like a soft summer fruit. Exactly. So I would have been dead. So congrats for no one breaking their ankle, really. I absolutely love the quick drag challenges. Would you go, uh, would you try and give a sort of like baby contour, maybe give like a, a whisper of a face or would you just go full all out picking a wig? Oh yeah, picking a wig. I'd be like sort of like round circles for blush. <laughs> kind of like Alyssa when she did the farmyard friends thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like, I've, I've got the runway to prove that I know my way around a face. Like this is the time to show that I can look absolutely repulsive and I... Yeah, so appreciate the transformation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I just love, I love seeing them. I particularly enjoyed Lawrence. (laughs) He looks like well, yeah, in that fucking terrifying Delano. (laughs) Yeah, there was like one bit where he kind of did almost like a boost kind of face. (laughs) It's like ah, like scared me there. Cannot believe the piss take that is like just bringing on, like rolling on Jodie Harsh, who is a literal like shout out to Jodie first of all, who is like a bastion of UK drag. It's like the most famous UK drag queen that we have has been in the public at the forefront of drag for like the past 10 years and they just like wheel her out for one challenge and just like be like oh hi Jodie Harsh is going to do some fake DJing like put some respect on her name yeah I can't believe I didn't pick up on that actually like to get her all out there doled up she's got the air on she's dressed to the right as per like why not make her a judge what was the reason yeah she should 100% be a judge like of of all people in the UK more than Jordan no no offense but do you remember that uh in the old I'm sure I mentioned this the week before but there was some mention of like drag race coming to the UK and it was going to be Jodie Harsh and Jonathan Ross that were like pegged to it oh I wonder who was doing the pegging um So the hair by Jodie Harsh, I believe that was always Charlie Lemindu, who is a literal hair artist. Hardest. Uh, uh, Jodie Hardest. Jodie Harsh's um, hardest. And, but I saw on her Insta that that was actually recreated by Wigchapel. So shout out to Wigchapel, who's now doing that iconic Jodie Harsh hair hat. That's absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, was, I felt very salty that she was just sort of like ushered in as just a, like a, a little guest appearance. Thanks a lot, you idiot. Very that. Yeah, I just feel like she she needs she needs to be given her flowers, and they really didn't. Um, but I feel that maybe RuPaul doesn't want like Jodie is so funny and so lovable that I feel like maybe she doesn't want that sunshine taken away from her. <laughs> she doesn't want, want another queen in the spotlight. Bold statement. I know, but yeah. I'm here for it, and I stand by it. Yeah. I'm obsessed with the Sia wig on Bimini. <laughs> <laughs> that trying shit, like a pyramid of Giza. Do you remember my Sia wig? Yes. I had a lovely one from um, AliExpress that I left on a bus, a night bus. <gasps> Maybe it's the same one. Well, yeah, it was a bus to Hackney. <laughs> Bimini, if you found that wig on the number 55 bus, can you please message us? <laughs> Top deck, probably covered in lipstick. Uh, what about when Ginny, Ginny Lemon just walked through the limbo? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the teeny tiny pocket queen herself. Well, yeah, she's a clever queen, not wearing giant yeah. heels to do limbo. My absolute favourite thing about the whole limbo was, if you looked to, I need to find out what his name is. Uh, Georgie mentioned him on last week's. Um, but one of the pit crew, who is the absolutely gorgeous one uh he was just doing a lovely little gay dance the whole time just giving you a little sort of couple of rumba hips oh lovely um, and he really just looked so happy to be there it was my absolute highlight um why is limbo so funny it just is i think it's because people are coming at you groin first often yeah, in like a yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. shuffle and then you get to see people's like bandy legs buckling and fall over yeah and there's really no loss from it either they fall over which hello 
comedy or they win and you're yeah. like oh and we've got another round it's just it is truly just it, it's giving and giving and giving congrats to tia coffee being 89 percent leg for managing yes. to origami them underneath through that hole <laughs> i know but having seen you literally like shimmy through a letterbox like that it they didn't really get down low enough for me, if I'm honest. Yeah, but I'm in trainers. True. And on true. mind and body enhancing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they um did you also see when Taste was going through the last time and her both of her heels just popped off? <laughs> <laughs> but that yellow and black wig on her. Gorgeous. Oh, I loved it, yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. So then we were introduced to the main challenge, which was fashion frenemies so you were paired you had you paired yourself up with whoever you thought the bestie was in the workroom which is terrifying mm. because are oh, you gonna have to go against them which they find out they do um and you were each given a box with an assigned color and you had to both produce a full outfit from that said box with the said color would you shit yourself at a design challenge Yes, I think I would shit myself at every challenge, <laughs> but from it's like what a permanent <laughs> state of panic. Yes, permanent yeah. feces. Yeah, but um, from watching uh, season thirteen today, which was the bag ball, so another <gasps> design challenge. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like, turn up with like at least like maybe like three or four sketches that you think like I could whatever the design challenge may be, whether it's out of like weird uh, materials or whatever like you've just got your options you've not got to like make up a cool outfit on the fly like yes yeah, madness i don't understand why they don't just come with patterns yeah just have a pattern for like a gown a pattern for like a nice jacket shape that you like like just like sort of like classic silhouettes for your drag character you can obviously bring like paper patterns like they're not going to stop you from doing that like and then all you would need your only skills would need to be just like sewing a basic line on a machine and cutting fabric congratulations you can trace like yeah, like if you've got a chance to cheat even a little bit yeah. and it's allowed, then fucking go for it. It's just like just... anal, isn't it? Why? Well, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. <laughs> oh, I believe that was an Aesop fable. No? <laughs> Disgusting! So as winners of the limbo competition, yeah. Tace and Veronica then get to dole out the boxes of fabric. Uh, what colour would you want it? Now, initially I was like, I'm always like, all I ever wear is black. <laughs> Um, and initially I was like, oh, I'd 100% want black. But actually seeing how it performed on stage for A Whore and Taste, I actually think it's kind of like, kind of a bit whap. I feel like actually I'd really want blue. Because mm. black is just sort of, it, it, you really lose a lot of the detail in the design, as you will see with A Whore, like. And I feel like picking a, a bright colour is just smarter. Well, yeah, just it's more show-offy, like look at more me. More showbiz. Yeah. I would have gone pink. And I think Sister Sister had the right idea. Just like more, more, more. I would have gone very yeah, Barbara Cartland slash ah! Dolores <laughs> Umbridge. Just like... 700 dis dogs. Disgusting, disgusting pinks on pinks on pinks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you see Tace's meaty tuck during the box ceremony? I did not. But if any it took me eye out. <laughs> if anyone is going to notice a lovely meaty tuck, it's your girl. <laughs> Very light um, when Sister Sister said, I think I'm going to do a performative sleeve. Not entirely sure what a performative <laughs> sleeve is, but I know that I need two of them. Makes it seem like it's not functional, like it's just yeah. kind of hovering. It's really trying to hog the spotlight. Mm. Um, I really like that a lot of these young queens, know, uh, they know how to sew. Uh, because like when Tia was like, you think there's going to be one of them? And you're like, why don't you know how to sew? That is her. <laughs> Again, like prepare, bitch. <laughs> Truly, like, you know, that is the one thing that people fail on most, apart from Snatch Game. Like people come in, they're like, oh, do you know what? Even though a large portion of this is about design, I just couldn't be bothered to take the, just the afternoon to learn how to thread a mm. machine. Um, you don't have to be good at sewing, but I don't know. A hot glue gun queen often, often doesn't succeed. Um was very into the Lawrence versus Ellie bubbling under drama that they're like, she's like, but I'm a great seamstress too. So I'm going to try and go against her. And I just thought, you know, that's, that's cooking away. There's definitely going to be a head, a loggerheads moment. I think Scottish beef. Yeah. Aberdeen Angus. <laughs> exactly. So I'm very excited. Also liked when, um, uh, Lawrence, basically anything Lawrence has the sort of Scottish version of Alyssa Edwards that basically anything they say is a soundbite. She was like, I'm not quite sucking Willie's year. And I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, if that isn't a meme within 13 seconds of... <laughs> Is RuPaul suggesting you become a hooker and just give up this side hustle? I guess so. But speaking of side hustles, Ellie, 
Did you see her shout out from McDonald's saying, oh. supporting the gals, supporting the troops? <laughs> love that. But she was like, I love that she couldn't mention there was McDonald's though. She was like, I worked, I worked at a drive through A well-known fast food <laughs> establishment. Have we talked about the fact that they are only getting paid £15 a gig oh in God, Scotland? I cannot believe it. That is not even your Uber home. That's nothing. That's not paying for a p- pair of 301 top and bottom lashes. It's crazy. It's like, congrats to them for like, liking drag enough to still do it well, for that. And said, didn't she, that she was like, I had to get a whole, con- like, that's her perseverance in drag, that she was literally getting, she had an entire other hustle just to pay for her drag because they don't pay for their performance yeah. in Scotland. And they're both exquisitely turned out. They're not even, it's not even like they're budget queens where they both look like a bit dusty. Like, they're both conceptual, they look, both look great. Mm. Like, Well, hopefully this will just like, uh, sort of shine a light on drag more in Scotland and like more gigs will be available. But I'm assuming she must not be from a big city because like mm. through the mist of um, Vodka Rebels, I remember seeing a drag queen in Edinburgh. So like- <gasps> Shout out to Cece Blooms. <laughs> oh, if you're joining us from Edinburgh, you know Cece Blooms. You've been there. You've been, you've been wasted on the dance floor. Um, I believe she's from Dundee, I think. I feel like I, I read that somewhere. But well, yeah, I, I cannot comment on the drag scene there, but- there obviously needs to be more of it so that the I girls can get I hope it gets Cece Blumen, to be honest. Oh, yeah. uh, excuse me. Is. There you go. Oh, Attila the pun in the flesh. <laughs> I love... <laughs> it's truly pathetic. I love how much RuPaul digs for the gossip in the work room. <laughs> just like, always just like prodding at everyone, just trying to get the goss. Pack it up, Grandma. You're it seems 75. like a bit of a reach, though. Like, why is everyone, like, so into this, like potential love story oh with horror god taste. like get really? over it men rot any like <laughs> have you never been around gay men before it's like really giving you that horny virgin energy they're like <laughs> i think they've been together it's just like what? like get over it like i'm willing to bet that at least two of them have rutted like ox since they've been there come I on hope so. stuck in a hotel together come on, what else is there to do i love as well that um bimini just talked to brew like a friend like this he's clearly not scared of him in no. any way whatsoever he doesn't like talk to him like uh, just chats to him like he's just there just at a bar over a couple of snake bites um Ginny's face when RuPaul kind of threw out the challenge to be sexy you could just like see just like all yeah. of the neurons and stuff just like malfunctioning <sighs> like brain melting we I mean now's the time we need to get into the the Ginny Lemon talk uh, as Monroe Bergdorf pointed out on Twitter this week we must protect Ginny Lemon at all costs sweet baby angel to be so beloved <sighs> by everyone who's seeing you or knows you and to have such like a low opinion of yourself is just i literally as as this was happening all i was doing was daydreaming about when i finally after covid see her in london and i can go up to her and smell her hair and hug her and hold her that was i was just literally like i hope you're gonna tears. ask if she wants any of this first not just like <laughs> throw it at her just like literally like tears in my eyes just been like, oh my god i just i want to hug you so much like I can't believe that there is so much fear and insecurity within someone that is like such a, I mean, obviously it's like it's so often the way, but just like she's such a bold performer and makes mm. such bold choices. It's just so sad. When she was saying that like, she was like her body repulses her. I thought that was kind of just like a Ginny Lemon sort of a bit that she was like, like oh, I'm gross. Yeah. But then like when it sort of transpired that like she actually just has like such a low opinion of herself. I was like, and my heart is broken. Oh, and just yeah. good old sister, sister. Just she is that open arm that everyone Always. can confide in. I just, I really, really love their two relationship. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I wonder if Bimini has yellow hair for the same reason. <laughs> I saw that. Um, I saw that Jenny Levin had written online that she was like, "You don't have to have yellow hair <laughs> to be a non-bine harvester," but <laughs> but it does help. <laughs> I thought, yeah, um, that identity conversation first of all when she said that like she wears yellow because it's a healing color mm. um i was re- like i mentioned last week i was like ready to fully go on a defund the bbc rampage because i was so angry that um they bypassed her con- uh, bimini's conversation about being her non-binary identity mm. and um i yeah i was so annoyed that that wasn't given a platform and i thought obviously it's the bbc they've like, proven themselves to be very transphobic and they put at the forefront that transgender rights are a debate which if you if you're new here that's not how we fucking roll (laughs) um and i just thought what was so powerful about it and i was honestly texting the group chat being like and i'm in tears i'm struggling to think of any other time on telly that i've seen two non-binary people speak about their identity with it not being like positioned as a debate it was just two people speaking about their identity Mm. and if you can think, I already saw that there was BBC articles about it and stuff. If you can think 
the power that that would have like it it was i just i was so emotional like, especially to be like um like reality as well like it's yeah. not fiction it's like these are two real people talking about their real lives it was yeah it was like a representation of like actual like contemporary reality of gender identity and i just thought that there are so many young people that are going to watch that that are maybe don't even identify as non-binary yet but they're like exactly how jenny lemon explained that they were like that there is a community of people out there that feel that they operate and exist outside of the gender binary and maybe that's me and i loved when bimini said as well like it's not new it's a new term oh, but it's yes. like because yeah like um so many like indigenous cultures have always sort of like recognized that there is like multiple genders yeah, yeah. like it's not yeah it's not black and white that's that i was gonna say one thing i absolutely loved about it is not only was it this like incredibly progressive conversation with no weight as well and didn't you know sometimes they're like heart to hearts feel very prompted like this yeah, was yeah, so yeah, natural yeah. just the fact that bimini kind of went over and was yeah. like i heard you were discussing this but also that they touched on like class as well mm. um and that they spoke about like as a person growing up in like a working class background that this was just not something i just thought there was so, so many elements that that's going to like touch so many people and i just yeah that was i could honestly go on about this for the whole time that was that was like a real moment i thought i can't believe it's on the bbc i can't believe that it's on drag race as well after everything that drag race has uh done to sort of exclude people that are gender non-conforming and trans people from from the race itself but so so brilliant that they're having that conversation um i we go from one positive to one negative i need to speak about how boldly astina stood up and said let me show you the hair that i'm gonna put on <laughs> and we will get into this later but N not that it has anything to do with the price, but a pack of two pound braiding hair is not hair. <laughs> it is the ingredients for what might be hair later on. I thought but she was joking. That Betty spaghetti look that you threw on, just like, they are just strings of plastic. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> yeah, couldn't really believe. And she has a lot of bold opinions for someone who spent 30 seconds making a leotard. Somebody lied to her several <laughs> times. The cheek, the nerve, the gall, the audacity and the gumption. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think taste is from? I don't know. <laughs> We're trying to do more Welsh. And the gumption. There we go. I Audacity and the gumption. The gumption. So once Rue's spoken to everyone, she sneakily reveals that the ones who have not oh. worn it best will be up for elimination. Yeah. Uh, my stomach actually flipped. <laughs> ah, but this is what we live for. So before we head on to the runway, we're going to take a very short break and we'll be back with you in a couple of mins. <laughs> These aren't wigs for the glamorous. These aren't wigs for the stylish. These aren't wigs for the beautiful. No, these are wigs for pigs. Dive into the crunchy world of synthetic wigs with bespoke custom wig styling by Truffle Pig Wigs. Because these aren't just any wigs. These are essential purchases. Covid regulations do not deem wigs as essential purchases. We are back and it's elimination day. So first things first, Astina seems to be done already, which as we know is the kiss of death. Truly. You're never done. <laughs> you are sticking accoutrement on there until the end if nothing else a hundred percent if tyra sanchez has not taught you anything you should be hot gluing lace to yourself mm. 15 seconds before you enter that runway obsessed with Ginny's first time in body those hard high tits i nearly spat my drink out <laughs> that meme as well of her of her lovely nipples hanging out the bottom of the tits in the corner <laughs> i just thought oh that's truly gonna that needs to be on some merch straight away doesn't it but can you believe like never first time in body that seems wild Okay, we are introduced to the main stage and um, I've put, my first thing is Rue's dress is very quinceanera. Oh, I loved how tacky it was. Yeah, very, and she was really glowing as well. That, oh, that raven face is truly, so much, so much like central light on it. I think it's actually disgusting, uh, the living conditions that RuPaul is forced to be in. Like breathing with that teeny tiny nose. Like, is that allowed? <laughs> is it even possible? <laughs> what the hell? Can you believe it? She's, like, she's got a tiny Voldemort nose. Like, <laughs> gasping for air. Um, how did you feel about Michelle's little Latin dancer curls that she was giving you? Um, a a I did think that, yeah. but I'm not sure of her 
a t- entire background. She she may have a an abuela out there. That's why I went for little la- rather than baby hairs. I was like, they are very like the drawn on dancer curls that they give the little baby Latin dancers. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what I thought. Um, rather than she's just continually going to be appropriate in every single hairstyle possible. It's like next week box braids. <laughs> um, I loved to see Jordan done. I know you're going to have something to say because I could feel it, but I just didn't want to say it out loud about her presence. Did you, yes or no, find everything that she said to be very basic? Um, I didn't really pay attention to it. So I think maybe you're projecting your thoughts onto (laughs) me as per. Oh, I was just a bit worried that you were going to come on and be like, because I love her so much, but it was very sort of like, yes, queen. Like, I think it was when she killed it for me when she was like, I was getting Beyonce. I was like, you are lost. <laughs> <laughs> I just found myself constantly trying to sneak a look at her nipple be- be- between the little washing basket. She is a mother. Yeah, I did put the, that Jean-Paul Gaultier made her look like a clothing drying rack. Yeah, very <laughs> Ikea. Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's funny as well is that like, um, because it's in just sort of like a taupe, actually, even though it's like obviously off the rump, it's a couture piece, like actually it looks quite like subdued next to the drag that, uh, both Michelle and Rue are serving. Yeah. thought she looked kind of like plain. Yeah. <laughs> Where would you get that from, bloody? I was going to say millets. I mean, maybe that's a bit far down. Isn't Jane the, Norman. Isn't that the camping? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure was, you could cook a couple of sausages up on that rack. quite tent-like. <laughs> um, so we are introduced to the stage and to our, our fashion frenemies looks. And first up to the stage was... Taste. RuPaul's Drag Taste. What did you think? <laughs> Uh, I thought she looked like a cool beetle. I think someone else said that. It's very... Um, Reminiscent of Mugler, of the beetle outfits. I mean, sure. I'm not going to start throwing out references that I'm not sure M- of. Mugler did a show where they were all like very Ben de la Creme as the insect. That was like... That oh, was actually, now you more... said that, I do re- remember that, like, yeah. the sort of weird cyberpunk goggle eyes. But to sort of attach it to the name of Mugler, I think, is, is a bold claim. <laughs> the close-up on it, like the construction was was shoddy at best um i love that uh, or later in on top was like don't you put my name (laughs) but i thought clever of her to be like if it's held together with safety pins i'm going to make that seem like that is the look absolutely and the fact that she her partner was she was going up against a horror like top trumps like Mm. she really i think she really pulled it out of the bag that i gave her seven truffles i gave her eight truffles but scared to bring this up the reuse of the wig Yes. Well, when she was in the workroom, I thought maybe she was just kind of making something similar out of the same material that she'd made the dress out of. Mm. Um, I get why she did it, because as a diehard Animal Crossing player, I'm very aware (laughs) of the stag beetle and um, their horns. But I just thought, yeah, I agree with Michelle. You can't. Well, I mean, you can, but I wouldn't want to repeat such a statement wig at all let alone two episodes later i am completely the opposite i think that i am completely the opposite i think that we have created again like i said this world where like every single runway needs um to have brand new wigs brand new costumes i thought she changed it up enough i know obviously it's very soon but they have no idea if that's the wig that you've planned to wear given your scarab beetle glam like they have no idea whether that's going to be like the final runway or it's going to be the first week and i think that you know she because she made it yeah but for the for the design challenge, maybe she was had thought, maybe I'll go d- down the route of the beetle. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I do get what you mean that maybe like, but I just ne- think like you could have worn any other, I'm sure you've got 50,000 well, black she, wigs though? back there. Has she? We she, know she's definitely got at least one more black wig, but if she's, uh, if she's, <laughs> <laughs> if she's rocking up with, um, very expensive human hair, like maybe she hasn't got loads of wigs. Maybe like she, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like, I, I would have maybe felt differently if she hadn't made any change to it, but because it was like she'd put lo- loads of stuff in it and she'd changed the look of it, it was very sculpted and very high glam. And then she made it much more sort of editorial and punky. She had all the clips in it. She had hoops hanging from it. And I just thought it was completely different. And I, I don't like the idea that like once you've worn something, it's like unusable for the rest of the competition. And I, I do get that it was very soon after, but I just, I would like to see the reuse of, of wigs and, and garments more. I don't know. I get that in real life, but I think on a competition when you're trying to wow people on the runway every week, like sure, sure, you want to sure. show them something new every time. But yeah, but eight truffles I, there. You you went eight truffles? Yeah. Wow. Okay, next up we have the fashion frenemy, a horror. I just saw Sharon Needles with the poodle. <laughs> that was my first thing I wrote. <laughs> it took um, me so long to work out what it was, yeah. like the, the memory. I 
Yeah, I was really shocked. I thought she was going to dog walk everyone. I thought it was going to be like, okay, Ahura's obviously just like literally smoked the entire competition. Um, and I was, uh, I didn't, I wasn't blown away. I didn't like the kind of knickerbocker oh, the weird situation. Leg- legging situation. But I think when you see it in pictures after on her Insta, like you can see She's the outfit like, a lot better. Like, like you couldn't see any of the detail of like the massive sleeves or anything on the runway. Well, yeah. Just a bit of a shame. I think like you said, just all black on black on black, you're missing mm. stuff. You know that full body Gucci like skin that Rihanna was like film mm. photographed in, in Coachella. I think, I, I wonder whether she was uh, trying to like reference that or I, I know she used to work at Gucci. So maybe it is that. I saw on Twitter that she was like, everyone's like calling me out for being some bougie bitch for wearing Gucci. She's like, I bought it for like 6% of the price. (laughs) (laughs) Snaps for that. See what I did there? Incorporating it into the arsenal. Thank you. Were you incorporating up your ass? (laughs) (laughs) I put that the the whole sort of like legging and heels look was very aging modern dancer at the local rec teaching 12 year olds. Uh, very sort of Billy yes. Elliot dance teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she's 40. She's got a fag in the corner of her mouth. She's tapping. always. She's rocking. She's <laughs> tapping. Yeah, so I was. I, I just thought, if you're a designer, this is really... I've seen anyone that follows Ahura, you've seen. She is making... She's making gowns. Like, everything she makes has such gorgeous construction on it. And I just thought, this is your time to show off that you're a designer and you make a bodysuit. Mm. Uh, yeah, ooh. weird flex. Yeah, I just didn't... But I did... I, I think the detail of how great that coat was... It was. I thought it was very reminiscent of when Gaga was on Drag Race and what she wore. Do you remember she wore something yeah, like yeah, a bodysuit? Yeah, 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 big poofy that. arms. Um, but yeah, I just didn't. I, I didn't feel the fantasy in the on the runway. But I did uh, when seeing it on Instagram later. I did think mm. that it was great. Um, I love that she was like, "I'm a big ass puff." Like, <laughs> Same. Yeah, I thought it was like a whole thing together, but it wasn't really for me. I gave it seven point five truffs. I did give it eight. I <laughs> did think like the construction of it was great. That she did make a full coat, and uh, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't as wowing as I hoped it would be. Next to the stage, Miss Jennifer Lemon. Oh, <laughs> I wrote so cute to see this different side, but two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the real star of the show was that arm placement, really, because <laughs> I didn't really notice until she like took it away. I was like. Oh, dear God, that is just a lame bin bag. <laughs> Where is Gokwan when you need him? Someone give that girl a waist cincher. <laughs> Truly. Just throw a lovely Claire's accessories belt around it. Anything. A rubber band. Yeah. Um, but what I did put is that this moment was much more important than the dress. Like it was, this was a whole learning, teaching, coming out of your shell moment. And I don't give a fuck. She could have walked, literally walked down in, a, in stretched a condom over her head. And if... This was a moment she'd never worn body. She'd never felt sexy. And I just thought the moment when they were all just like, you actually look really gorgeous. And her makeup was like so pared down. She was barely wearing a, any eyeshadow. Like, mm. And I thought she did. I thought she looked, I loved that she sort of went, she had a, a, a little nod to sort of a little Betty fringe. Mm. But for a design challenge. I mean. That is a There was skin. zero design. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is that she did, for her, who clearly doesn't make dresses, there was an attempt at a design. I know obviously it was not constructed well and it was not... I don't think you can say a, a tube is an attempt at design. Listen. Uh, I don't care what you've got to say. That's <laughs> Listen, it. glamour is a journey, not a destination. That's fine. She's at the beginning. You can't tell me a tube is she a is design She is broke down on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just shout out to the arm placement, really cinching in that waist. Um, but I gave Ginny a six. You are... <laughs> Bias. I gave her a two for that design challenge. How dare you? She had little wrist. She'd made little lame wristies. Um, and it was nice to see her in a heel. <laughs> is that a heel? <laughs> what is this? A heel for ants? They were old maiden That's like the second or third time we've had to use this soundbite on the Lemster. <laughs> Always for guinea. Always for the guinea pearl. Um, next up, we had her arch nemesis. It was Sister Sister. Now, you might as well call her a Casper mattress because they be sleeping on sister, sister. I'm furious. I just love her so much. I can't believe it's just every single thing that she presents to the runway, every single time that she flourishes, they just completely ignore her. It's it's really starting to grind my gears. Calm down. You don't have to roosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Loved the detail of the ruched trouser. Loved the long sleeve detail when she put her arms out. Like it was just, it was such a smart design. And there Can was I so tell ma- you what I didn't like? Uh, the face. The navy belt. Loved the face. Oh, good, good, good. It's like, why are you throwing a navy belt on 
Because she had the light blue face. I love yeah, the, the colour story blue of it then. All. Like, keep okay. it pastels. Okay. They're just like, uh, it was almost black. I had to pause it and double check. It was very reminiscent of the Moschino when they were all doing that sort of like Martian housewife mm. thing. Uh, I really, really liked it. But to be honest, the painted face thing, I do think they have to pick their spots of it on Drag Race because it's done quite been quite a few times by different people. And obviously we've just seen it with Blair St. Clair and All Stars. But... I think that needs to be normalised though because it's not just like a weird one-off thing like well, bitches be out here say. doing it. That's what I was going to say. This painted face thing is, I think is always done in reference to the Moschino look which is this like Martian housewife, Stepford wife thing. Very sort of like 60s mm. bubble flip hair. But sister, sister, obviously ahead of the curve, ahead of her time, not serving you that at all. And I just love her. Same. I just honestly I could go on about her for so long. But it's really, really starting to fuck me off how... They never celebrate her. I can't, I don't get it. Um, Sometimes your faves have got to just coast safe and then just come out with the claws. At the and end. again, her face. So the way, the light that she'd put on her face and her drag, just, it was so, she looked so soft and so. She's gorgeous. Sister, we love you. Um, then next up we had Veronica. How many truffles? Oh, I gave her eight. Me too. I nearly went nine, honestly. In fact, I'm going to give her nine. Fuck it. Rules are out the window. Um... <laughs> Then next up we have, no, it's not J-Lo in that fucking dress again. It's Veronica Green. <laughs> I, when I saw her sketch, I was like, yes, that looks gorgeous. Like sort of real like hourglass underneath, yeah, 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 yeah. but then you know, like some sort of edging. And then I was just like, oh, are you like, that looks like a primary school project. Absolutely. It looked like when I was in carnival as a mermaid at like age four. And... Subtle flex there. Yeah, of course. Um, and <laughs> I just thought, yeah, it was. And the fact that she was like, this is lined. I was like, probably should have wasted less time lining it and just making it nice. <laughs> I didn't actually check who did her wig because I didn't like it. I really don't like it, Kath. <laughs> I actually think that uh, Veronica Green does a lot of her own hair, I think. And that was it. It was it was very simple. It was I didn't, quite... I didn't notice it. It was just a bit whirly gig for me. Yeah, it reminded me of some of that kind of like awkward sort of early 2000s when it was like very quiff heavy and people were just... Yeah, very that. New ways to wear the quiff. Um, I found... The only way to wear it really is not. <laughs> oh, just bug off! It was a little bit boy body, reminiscent of Serena Cha-Cha. <laughs> oh, out. Um, it was just, I just, my first note is, it was just all a bit off, everything about it. Like, but. Yes, it was lined though. Mind you, lined. mind you. Mind you. The face though, she was giving me Courtney in the face. I thought the way Cost. that her glam was done. <laughs> I wish. What, <laughs> little turf bangs. No, um, I wish she was giving Gail Weathers glam. No, <laughs> Courtney, uh, which is maybe a bit boy body. She was giving Courtney, Courtney act. Yeah. Something. Uh, and again, it's because they're both teeny tiny, teeny tiny. Oh, actually, uh, I feel like twins. I can see Courtney in like a weird kind of purple bikini with like a sarong type skirt absolutely, vibe. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, yeah, very like that. Giving, yeah, again, like a bejeweled J-Lo knockoff. Sure. Um, I gave, unfortunately, Veronica five. Snap. Um, and then next up we have her, the fashion killer herself. It's Miss Tia. Looking like a primary school production of Grease. <laughs> I put taste level on zero. <laughs> Uh, she really does know how to turn a bad situation into a chance for her to flex her comedy skills. I was going to say, say what you want about Tia Tequila, but she always saves it with the narration. Mm. I thought that entire line when she was like, I am wearing an adequate dress. It is on my body. Yeah. I, was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's basically fulfilling all the requirements of like clothing. Like it is there and it is on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The absolutely disastrous circle skirt, which was unlined, jagged. It first of all wasn't a circle skirt because it wasn't a circle. It was like <laughs> some weird rara. Was really giving me the sort of very asexual geography girls at the Year Nine disco, serving you sort of like very underdeveloped rockabilly glam. What's a geography girl? Is this like <laughs> a, a whole girl. subculture I've missed? Yeah, well, of course you're you're probably beating them up. Like the geography girls are the girls that really like I for me like excelling in geography is really the lowest common denominator better than history no history is sick there's so many sick people in history like what is there in geography uh longshore drift rocks uh, rainforest icebergs but, agree to disagree okay well, i'm a maybe geography girl <laughs> really, I, I always thought you were a horse bitch but here we are can't i still be both but you, most of all i'm still a piece of garbage don't you forget it <laughs> i literally couldn't um so i actually gave tia for this Shout out to Miss Tia Maria. I gave you four. I gave it, her a six. I thought it, wow! it's not like it's Do you know why though? It's because she sold it. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? She really saved it with the narration, but I just thought that this this ain't it. 
in any way shape or form there wasn't one redeeming feature for me and michelle was like oh i really like the wig i was like what (laughs) uh i thought it was better than i was my preferred of the two green looks more than Veronica Green. Yeah, I really didn't like that. That was just like. But if she'd been janky. mute down the runway, we talk. This is a design challenge. If Tia had never spoken, would you still be? And the question does still remain. Would... She made more. She did more. She used more techniques, different styles. Okay, but never forget Veronica's. It was lined. It was lined. Um, and then next up we have Astina. Should I do you want to know what the double T? <laughs> do you want to know what I wrote? Astina double T. Both, neither of them stand for taste. <laughs> t- I just wrote, absolutely not for. <laughs> just, it's, it's a hard pass from Lukey. Um, I put, my first thing that I put was that face was beaten the hell out of, it was, that face was gorgeous. I've seen that face now though. I've seen it wow. many times. You're getting no passes from Lukey, are you? No. Not this season. Um, for a design challenge, the design was Minim- minimal <laughs> um i thought for it was nice it fitted her well fat her well it fitted yeah yeah it fitted her well i just thought like you are on drag race and this is a design challenge on a runway in front of people and you're gassing yourself up so much and you don't even think you need to carry on i think realistically there was probably maybe like five long stitches on the whole of that outfit like it was a circle skirt so she would have had to cut out a circle and sew it there's one stitch mm. and then for a bodysuit yeah maybe like four long stitches on that like how realistically how long would that have taken that's what like when she was like oh i, I feel like i'm done i'm like you are done in this competition <laughs> <laughs> like i was and then them being like oh you're serving legs i was like absolutely phenomenal body but like this is a design challenge you can't be serving body in a design challenge i like, loved as well that um jordan i feel like i have to say jordan every mm. time um was kind of like oh my god look at those legs and then i seen was like Everyone just sees me as a body part. It's like, oh, really regretting that compliment now, aren't you? <laughs> but also as well, like, they're going to have to see you as a body part when, like, you're literally just wearing, like, dark blue leotard. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's as, like, anime as you can go, like... I really need to drum this point in, especially when she came down the runway and you could see that, like, the, the braiding hair was, like, not actually even attached to her hair properly. No, just, like, kind of so, balanced with a scrunchie. Yeah, it was just, like, that was... That was a crazy choice for me. That was, I, I, I was actually in shock. Like you would at least, I, I would at least plait it because braiding hair doesn't, it's not hair. It doesn't like, it's just strands of plastic and not in the way that like a, a synthetic wig is. It's like, it's not meant, it bunches up as you see in the lip sync later. Mm. It mats, it bunches up. It doesn't like flow through the air properly. Like, so you would at least just plait it and have yeah, two Yeah, it's like bunches. lighter than air, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like- I it, can't believe no one called You can't comb it. You can't comb braiding hair. It was, it was disappointing. It was. So, uh, yeah, four truffles from me. What did you say? Four. Yeah. Wow, you are going in. I did six, which I'm now going to move down to five. Uh, <laughs> now, now you see now my that, look at you. Now that, we, <laughs> now that we've spoken about it, I'm like, if there was five stitches on the outfit, you can have five truffles. <laughs> um, and then next up, we have Her Royal Highness Bimini Bamboolash. Bimini Bamboolash. I, my first thing that I put is like, Astina, you really went on the runway and said, I'm sorry, Bimini, but I wore it better. Having seen what Bimini came out with. Yeah. I mean. I now, don't. Mr. Reference, you might be able to help me here. Yes. This was really, really reminded me of something. My guess was kind of like 2000s Galliano. Galliano by Dior. That was it. Yeah. Was it. And Pat McGrath. Well, the They're Pat kind McGrath of like makeup. 20s, 30s hair and makeup. Yeah, absolutely. There's like a really, uh, there's a Pat reference that goes around all the time. That's of that. Like it's, it's one of two things. She did a, a spread for Italian Vogue that has like Lily Donaldson. I think it has Cara Delevingne in and it's like <sighs> Bella Pock 1930s mm. that she did with Guido, uh, with the legendary Guido. And it's- The sub- legendary Guido, that Paulie <laughs> D. <laughs> and it's very much serving that. But also there's like from the Galliano shows that was like that sort of like really worn in, like dark rusty eye and stuff. That yeah, was, with the little with mouth. That, uh, and that sort of like uh, teased out very very frizzy wig mm. gorgeous but yeah yeah it's, it's definitely galliano for dior yeah yeah, yeah. Um, very i'm just that. want to straight up say that i gave this a nine I, dark mistress conceptual it was dark it was glamorous not here for jordan calling saying lace kelly that ran through me i, I gave it a seven uh, i just thought um just because i explain yourself i just didn't really like it that much <laughs> but i liked the um i liked seeing a different side of bimini like a lot more of a sort of dark boudoir mistress rather than a kind of like pink stripper which i do love 
But yeah. maybe that's why. <laughs> it's nice to see her so nuanced. Next up, we have Ms. Ellie Diamond. I put that there's lots of detail in this. I thought that like it was a bit, you know, Coco Chanel said, look in the mirror, take mm. one thing off. I'd have liked 14 things to be taken off. Like there was a lot going on, but I would always rather there was much more detail than coming out like Astina. For sure. Like you could see that a lot of work had gone into a lot of areas of the mm. outfit. And there was like real design to it. I was a very much a fan of the gusset ruffles. Yes, you love a gusset ruffle, don't you? <laughs> um, I would have personally gone for a completely different color hair. I didn't really like the sort of like muted brown. I, 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 I didn't like the color of the hair. I can't really it remember it, so it can't have been. Yeah, it was just it was just very muted sort of mm. natural girl hair, and I thought if it's gold, I would have either loved to see like a very again Galliano for Dior like sprayed gold hair, because mm. um, she was having that sort of like. Uh, French Revolution, Marie Antoinette, like big hair with the uh, side rolls and stuff. To be um, debated. Uh, why TBD? Because I didn't think that. I literally thought she looks like a pirate pantomime and then that's what they both said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that, was the, that was the reference, regardless of how well she executed that. That was what she was going for. Uh, did she let them eat cake? I don't know. <laughs> they had crumbs. Um, uh, but I did put that there was lots of detail, but too much detail. I gave her, an, I gave her a seven. I gave her a six. Okay. Um, and then next up, we have her Scottish sister herself, Miss Lawrence Chini. This was very controversial for some of our friends, this whole Wasn't thing. Wasn't it? On the group chat, it was popping the fuck off. Although, um, I... Let me tell you, can I just say there is no, uh, no unwarranted opinion rather than a straight girl that has never even looked at a sewing machine telling you about the construction of a garment, as our group chat proves. I thought it's all about me then. It's like, how dare you? I have a very, I have a child sewing machine from John Lewis at home. We both know our, <laughs> know our way around a, an electronic noodle. Um, when he turned the corner, I just was kind of like, Wap. finally. No, there is a well-made outfit and okay. a, a well-thought-out yeah. outfit. I thought she looked like a kind of 40s jazz singer. Like, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like... 40s jazz singer? Uh, I think that's what I'm thinking of in Archer, one of the people dressed sure, like that. Sure, sure. But yeah, I just thought like... It's not for me. It's not OTT, but it just looks like that's an actual garment with an actual like point of reference. My first note was if a mother of the bride at a gypsy wedding in Latvia fucked Darien Lake. Like what? Be confusing. We'll never understand that. There was something about the, you know, when Darien Lake came in that sort of like weird silver thing with the big shoulders. For think, yeah. And they were like, that is mother of the bride. Like, yeah. But then it also had sort of like a very like Eastern European. Uh, with the gold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I put that it was ugly, but well-constructed. <laughs> sure. I could put my hand on the Bible <gasps> and say... Wouldn't you burn? I'd swear to the court that those hips have told no lies Absolutely. in their entire life. They were swanging like a fucking grandfather clock. I'm glad someone gave a Mae West reference as well, because she, she wants to come up and fuck you in the ass sometimes. I've got PTSD from penetration. Um... I love the, the, I don't just have a gold finger, I have a gold fist. I was like, fisting, fisting talk on the BBC? Yes. Just got to assume they don't understand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's got five, five times the amount of gold fingers. Um, that's the shit I do like, though. Mm. Like, we need more fisting talk on, on the BBC. Um, Can't be under truffle. I put seven. I did 7.5. 7.5. You love a half number, don't you? I'm on the fence. I can't. It's eight seems too much. That's 75%. The only one that I was a bit... Uh, on the fence about is like I equally hated Veronica Green and Tia Coffees. Like I didn't I think they were both It was a bad day for the Greens, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um it was really just not hitting on any any scale really. And the winner is announced to be Lawrence. At this point I was just like, whatever, like I disagree with you every week. I'm just gonna take it on the chin now, like a good girl in a toilet. He Rue just don't give a fuck. He's like, I love Lawrence Cheney, get into it or like get out yeah like, literally um but i did think that he, when he was like thank you so much it seemed so humble and from the heart do you not think that like lawrence is like thank you so much like it means so do you much. know what i, I couldn't like, picture it but now you've just put that twang on like it's yeah. like i'm re it's like he's it in again. the room <laughs> the spirit of the big lc um i thought sister sister or taste had my favorite look if i was to okay. choose a winner uh, uh, yeah i would say definitely my favorite was sister sister 100 mm. percent um and it was last week as well so um i thought taste was literally only in the bottom because they thought the construction of a horus was good like i really thought that like if taste had been against anyone else she would have won like it wasn't she wasn't really in the bottom yeah and maybe the wig thing came into it as and well. when they came up to Ginny, like i just thought she looked so vulnerable and delicate and so like 
she's almost angelic in that crazy lame <laughs> lame mental outfit. I really liked her kind of almost like a halo eye, but with no top, yeah. just kind of like pink on the left and right. What about when Michelle Tatia was like, oh, I really don't want you to look cheap. Saying that while sitting there in like a leopard print spandex dress. How <laughs> dare you? Leopard print <laughs> is the highest. Serving you Tia Coffee's opening look. <laughs> <laughs> the, the spiel that she gave to RuPaul though and to Michelle, like it just saved her. Like I'm yeah. 100% sure that is why they, they kept her. Spoiler, they keep her. Um, <laughs> Rue is obsessed with mentioning that Tia Coffee is sample size. It's mentioned three times. Like, she's got the same body as you, Jordan. It's like, uh, who was it? Whose nose she was obsessed with? She like sort of mentioned it every week. Like, oh, your nose is looking great. I mean, like, like a couple of seasons. <laughs> Probably ago. not Magnolia Crawford. Probably Shout out not. to the swordfish. But what I did notice is when they zoomed in on Tia Coffee, her eyebrows are fucking mental. Like she literally has like, you know, like when people dye their eyebrows and they just put like the the wet dye on and they've just got like a shape, like a big thick brown <laughs> yeah. slab of dye. It looks like that. Astina was really ice cold when they were speaking to her. I thought they was like, she's really not like giving much. But I knew I could feel that she was going to break because they said, they mentioned disappointment like three times with her. And I thought that you can't, when Rue finally said it, he was like, that's what's so disappointing. I was mm-hmm. like, that, it, that's going to cut through anyone. Like, yeah, that's a knife in the, yeah. in the heart. But when, <laughs> when she was like, um, yeah, because I know like you've, you've got what it takes. So she was like, speaking about herself and like the fifth person giving herself <laughs> uh, like, giving herself like a pep talk. She was like, because you've got what it takes. So let's see it. I was like, are you, hang on, are you standing outside of yourself, giving yourself up? Like, uh, I, I didn't really get that. I just find it weird how RuPaul's either trying to make everybody a lot more sexual or if failing that, just make them fucking cry. Yeah, there was a lot of tears on the main stage. Tears on the runway. I know. And as you said, there was no crying in the discotheque. No. Like, save, that, <laughs> save, the, save the drama for your mama. Like, <laughs> them tears are for your pillow, not for the main stage. Um, and then when we zoom back to Untucked, um, I really felt like Ahura was showing us vulnerability. She, was, she seemed just like genuine. Rather, well, she did metamorphosized back into just being the bitch <laughs> that we know and love but she just seemed like just like generally like really very vulnerable that she was like i just i feel like she maybe just doesn't have confidence in the other elements of drag and she was like this was the one mm. thing that i thought i was gonna excel at i just thought why can't lawrence be a gracious winner like obviously <laughs> if you're the front runner for a particular challenge or week and everyone's telling you you're gonna win and then you don't win like you're gonna feel shit you don't yeah. need the winner to then be like oh like weren't you meant to win this wow <laughs> Um, also, I love that they're just like, oh, is so harsh. It's like, it's just her opinion. I'm completely with Ahura. It's like, Cherry Valentine has gone. Joe Black has gone. Like, mm. he doesn't see a star in Tia Coffee. And she's like, I want her to, like, I'd like her to go because people that I feel are better than her have left. Like, it is harsh to hear, but it is just her opinion. The sort of like Veronica Green, like positioning as being like, no, 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 that's not true. It's like, if she believes it, it is true. I thought she was saying like, that's not fair rather than it's not she was true. Like, she was like, you're saying that she doesn't deserve to be here. It's like, I don't deserve, think that, compared to the others she deserves yeah. to be here like that is just my yes, opinion yes that's what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> yeah um i love that every single queen when tia got very emotional she's just like oh i'm just getting in my own way it's like you're in a competition like who else would be getting in your way like at this point i would just like it just means tia, nothing yeah the tia can just gracefully bow out of the competition and just stay on as a commentator that's yeah, what i would absolutely. like absolutely sort of just like match of the day oh am i Petra- Excuse me. So I grew up in a house of men. <laughs> um, yeah, just like, sort of like just like her sat there with a mic, just like sort of like commenting on just like what's going on. Just yeah, like, like, like roving like, reporter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I've put also Bimini. I'm in love with you. Why are you so kind? Like just like <laughs> she just when she again like her and sister sister are two queens. That I'm coming away just being like, oh, I need to be mates with you. Just like they're just she's Bimini just seems so so kind and lovely this whole episode. Just like. A real queen for the people. She's Maybe she'll the do some yoga princess. classes when she gets out. Oh, if she's not please. too busy being a world Inter- famous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when when Astina was like, you should be frightened. I did think for, for for the girl T, I was like, yeah, you should be. She looked it as well. Dot, dot, dot. We'll find out. Let's head to the main stage and find out whether that she should be scared. Um, did you notice that she said, bring back my ghettos? Yeah. In reference to space ghettos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely fine. Uh, hilarious i thought jordan jordan had a very good point in that with astina's outfit it just didn't tell you anything about her i thought that was like that's the nail on the head like it's just like nothing what is this it was literally like the it could have been a wimbledon outfit um i also think as well like 
even though it was the fashion equivalent of a steaming pile of dog shit, <laughs> I thought that Ginny did take a risk because she doesn't wear anything form, not that it was particularly form thing, <laughs> but she doesn't wear anything. Where that, that is, is the femi- body? She doesn't wear anything that is feminine like that. And for her going down that runway, she did take a risk, even though the execution was obviously piss poor. I feel like there was no risk taken in what Astina wore. Like she was just- I don't think a risk was part of the challenge. I know, but like Ginny was like at least stepping outside of herself. She, I'm sure she could have made a lovely 60s smock. I could have worn a caftan down the runway as, as is more the silhouette that we're more used to with Ginny. But like she at least did step outside of herself and take the challenge that Rue was like, I'd like to see you sexy. And she, that was her version of sexy. And so, now Rue's given her the follow-up challenge. She wants her to create um, a personality for this new character. 100%. So when Astina, how did you feel when she was like, if you want a lip sync, I'll give you a lip sync. <sighs> did you feel like, Empty words, was that served for you? I felt like, well, fucking come on then, please, madame. Just and I'm still waiting, happened. TBH. Do you know what the, my main my main gripe with this lip sync was? Is that Astina just, when she performs, I've got two gripes, actually. I'll start with my first one. Numero uno. She doesn't seem like she's having fun. No. There's no sense of joy in it, no. I don't feel. Um, and then the second one, this is a common thing that you're, um, you've heard me complain about this before. When you have fantastic dancers there is a certain way that dancers perform when they lip sync that sometimes they don't fully engage with the audience. And there was a lot of looking down that Astina did. And like, as soon as you break the eye contact with the audience, you break like the connection. Mm. And there was just like, I didn't really feel like a lot of the time the energy was out towards the audience. It was like down or to the side, which is just a lot harder to read and get like an emotional connection with the queen, I think. Yeah. I find a lot of the time as well when they're like a, a trained dancer it's like yeah they're, they're not trying to engage with the judges and do a fun performance they're like let me show all these spe- like specific technical things i can do it's like we don't give a shit like we just wanted you to be having a good time and because we're not entertained show. yeah so i was so distracted by the hair as well like 11 seconds in it was like matting into just like balls of plastic every time she moved and stuff it was just like it was getting tangled and mm. I was just like, this is a nightmare. And I was worrying that it was going to fall out. I was like, this is not, not the look. Like you should never be, I, I always think with, with the lip syncs, like you should never be distracted by anything. Yeah. Costume wise, hair wise, makeup wise. Like, um, and what's so funny about this is like Tia didn't do great. She didn't like serve up a lip sync that was like really challenged how good a performer Astina was. It was just like Astina j- just did a little bit worse than her but like i didn't think tia was good really at all but no, the she, thing that song it for tia is that she was having a good time and, and if you're gave, having a good time then everyone else is having a good time she it's really gave easy. drama as well didn't she the first two lip syncs were both so like exciting and then it seemed Absolutely. a bit just disappointing this one but everyone seems super gooped that that tia was staying i think again like fr- maybe from the back like i just obviously astina like has really she she ha- holds a lot of confidence within herself and you believe that, like you believe that she's meant to be there. And I, and I, I really like Astina and having seen, I also thought as well, like, like we mentioned, having seen her, that I was like, she's going to kill it. Mm. And yeah, I was just, I was really disappointed. But I don't think with this season, particularly it is any, um, like bad representation on you going out early because Not like this is, yeah, it's just like you were in it. You were part of it. You're one of the gals. I saw on Joe that Joe Black is already doing a solo show and that will sell out. Like mm. so many people are hungry for what Joe Black was going to bring that like he can now in September be doing a solo show around the UK because he is a star. Yeah. And yeah, I think that just everyone, like there's no, there's, there's no reflection badly on anyone to be leaving at any time. Really. And um, luckily for Tia, I think she'll probably be on season three um, due to what must be two shattered kneecaps from <laughs> what she did. The drop. The Eureka uh, swang. Yeah, hopefully she'll get invited back after she's wheeled off in a, in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, so the winner of the lip sync is Tia Coffee. Bias stretch the faces <laughs> the faces on everyone gaggery the goopery oh i mean I, I was i was shocked too i was uh, like i i i stand by it i do think that tia did better than astina yeah i was like rooting for her by the end I was like, if she doesn't win then this is fucking madness but i was shocked i think the shock just came from that astina didn't go hard yeah and it was well maybe she did but just like with her the wrong hard is there ever a wrong hard <laughs> yes there is every boner is a blessing <laughs> <laughs> i 
I didn't like when she said to Tia, like, well done, I'm proud of you. I thought, <laughs> hang on, uh, you've just lost. She's just beat you. Well, you don't need to be condescending to her. Yeah, there was a little element of that, wasn't there? Just sort of like, uh, a star thinks that you did really well. Yeah, <laughs> but got to say, love, like, left how she came in. Rude. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Best uh, leaving sentence so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just, I, I am sad to see her go, because, but... Luckily, we live in London and we get to see her perform yeah. 100 million times. And, uh, see you soon, bitch. She, I think also as well, like she did not, uh, she did herself absolutely no harm on the show. Like she she came in, she was gorgeous. And I think she will just go up and up and up from her performance on the show. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so let's talk season three, Dreamcast. <laughs> Let me just say a really very quick addendum that like this is our dream cast. Like a lot of the people that we mentioned probably have no interest of ever going on Drag Race. And this is just our selfish dream cast of like, yeah. we'd love to see just more of these gorgeous uh, drag artists rather than... I want them to be world famous. Yeah, rather than them thinking that Drag Race would elevate mm-hmm. their career in any way. Um, who is your season three dream cast? My season three dream cast this week would be Bob's. Oh! <laughs> you can yes. find her on Insta, bobs.co.uk, I believe. And... Yeah. She's just hilarious and gorge and yeah. I say In no a, more really. Go check her out. Absolutely. I'm 100% back that. She's uh, Bimini's roommate as well. So if you follow Bimini, you might see um, uh, footage of her nude from time to time, which is always nice. Gorge. Um, for me, in honour of all the gender non-conforming excellence that we have seen this week, my dream cast is the fantastic charity case. Oh, <gasps> love charity case. Oh, I know. Now... Their shape-shifting drag really defines any constraints whatsoever. It's often got sort of like a horror element to it. If mm. you don't follow, you need to go to at Charity Case. I refuse to believe that if you're listening to this podcast and you found us on the internet that you have not come across. It's Case with a K, right? Case with a K. Charity, K-A-S-E. Um, and they are just, they've just had their Vogue Extreme Beauty. Uh, oh yeah, I saw on Insta. Which I'm yet to see, but I'm so excited. That is the first thing Huge. I'm going to watch after we do, do this. Yeah, absolutely killer. And they've also just finished 200 Days of Daily Drag where they have turned out an exceptional Shit. conceptual <laughs> drag look every single day for the past 200 days. And they are phenomenal. So please go check them out. They'd be great in Dragula. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd ra- I mean, <laughs> maybe we'll be doing Dragula. Dragula. Yes, watch this space. Uh, watch the space for us <laughs> screaming over Dragula as well. <laughs> now, Barney. Yes. May I ask you, your rose and thorn of the week? Oh, I wish you would. Okay, so my rose, this is probably very uh, obvious to you, but after being so up in arms about the BBC possibly cutting out uh, Bimini talking about their non-binary identity, it was just this moment. I thought this is just like, I'm going to be talking about this in five years down the line. Like this was... This was a landmark historic moment for two non-binary people to talk, be talking about their experience and not have fucking Piers Morgan shouting over them saying, I don't think you should have access to your jobs or healthcare. Like I just thought <laughs> it, was, it was just fucking gorgeous. What's your rose? Well, on the flip flippant side, mine was limbo. Totally loved it, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Highbrow, lowbrow. Uh, what about your thorn of the week? Ugh, the bloody lip sync song. I get it. People seem to like Dua Lipa. You are but it's like... Her songs are not for drag queens to perform in. It's the third time. Do you need to remind you of Gothy Kendall and Vinica Strokes doing it? Uh, Simone managed to do it the other week because she's just Simone and amazing. Listen, the girls... But like, no, like, no one is really shining to Dua Lipa songs. The girls love Dula Peep. Get she, into it. She ain't right for a lip sync. She is. I'll tell you what she is right for. A lovely boohoo advert. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's where <laughs> she belongs. That's how I see her. Um, I really... My thorn of the week was... And this is going to start to get really pick up some hate from me i feel it sister sister stop just letting her looks skate under the radar like she is a star if i have if i'm saying this next week sister sis she is a star if i'm saying this next week shit is gonna hit the fan because i'm getting i'm getting pressed like we need to start worshiping at the altar of sister sister because i can't i can't have her not getting her flowers like this we just start sending hate mail to rupaul yeah shit in the we'll go down to pinewood ourselves (laughs) Uh, I love we just accepted it's at Pinewood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we need to talk about a new uh, one last thing that we are introducing. One more feature of top and bottom. Top and bottom. This is called the zinger and the minger of the week. And we're talking wigs. As Truffle Pig Wigs, we feel like we are allowed to, for some reason, comment on people's wigs. I'm going to give the one zinger and the one minger of the week. Um, I'm going to start with my zinger. And my zinger was the construction of Ellie's runway wig. 
Um, I just really love uh, the Rococo sort of like big wig. I just loved it. Um, but like I did say, I would like it in a different color. It would have been gorgeous in there, like a pastel, mm. uh, even like a pastel yellow or something like yeah. just, uh, but that was my top, that was my top wig. And also a legendary shout out as well to actual like RuPaul's wig, because the texture of that oh. was gorgeous. I, I loved how Ru looked this week. My wig zinger was um, Lawrence Cheney's platinum blonde updo oh yeah that is very you actually mm. um, i'm not really an updo queen myself but it, that was again like, it was giving you real sort of like mother of the bride yeah it glam. just it just was nicely styled i thought lawrence cheney did the wig herself the updo there you go she often does do the, the her herself which mm. i like and what was your minger of the week do i need to say i have an idea who it might be but you you say it Astina Mandela. I mean, and to, her bargain bin. To even call it a wig is such a. I mean, that was mine as well. But to even call it a wig is a stretch. Like that's that was not a wig. It was just elements of what could be a wig in with some time and effort. Yeah. Um. And I feel like there was another worse wig that I. Uh, Veronica's. I didn't care for. You didn't care for Veronica's. But I didn't re- really want to say that in case it was one of our fellow stylists. Yeah, but I think if you said VG does a lot of her own wigs, then I think she can take that on the chin. Take it on the chin, honey. Um. I've got one more thing to add. Please. Um, just very excited by Got Mick and Simone from season <laughs> 13. <laughs> oh, imagine if we were doing both seasons back to back. I literally couldn't. We yeah. don't have a day off as it is at the moment, so we'd yeah. have to start getting in extra days. But shout out to the Truffle Pigwig customers who are keeping us literally seven days a week yeah. so busy that we... <laughs> We're going to scream and cry. Um, I think that is wrapping up of episode three. So we will see you next week for episode four, a very exciting um, morning glory chat show. Love the chat shows. So I'm very excited about that. Once again, if you have anything to say or you want to discuss what we've discussed or just, just a little get a sh- shout out, yeah, just, get a shout out just send us a message through Insta or anything. Hit us up and we will shout you out. We love you. We love Drag Race. We like each other sometimes. And we're out. See ya. Peace. Peace.